My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Hey, good morning and welcome to the Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast on this, the fourth day of December, 2023, coming to you from uh, Cozumel, Mexico. Uh, We are in port. Uh, I thought I'm down in the atrium lounge and I thought since it was a port day, there wouldn't be anything particularly loud going on in the background and there doing some kind of a joystick Wii contest with swords and uh, anyway it's a little noisy in the background so I hope it won't disturb too much as far as what you guys can hear um, a couple things before we get to today's news uh, the Nor- Norwegian escape uh, from an accessibility standpoint, is by far the best ship I've been on. Now, I have not conducted the thorough stem-to-stern study yet, because this is just my, uh, well, we, you know, we sailed Saturday uh, evening, and this is Monday morning, so, I, and yesterday was just really busy. But um, I haven't completed the entire thing, but so far, number one, my cabin is an automatic door push button in and out. Uh, just tap the key outside and it opens the door. Push a button inside to open the door coming back out. Of course, I have an accessible cabin, so everything as far as the bathroom and rolling shower is fine. A little bit smaller than some of the accessible cabins I've had, but plenty of room still for since I'm so low and for me and, and the my Will Model C2 power chair. Um, all of the public restrooms that I've seen so far that are marked, uh, handicap accessible are in fact wheelchair accessible. They are all push button. They all, uh, have, uh, you know, automatic openers or push button, one or the other. The areas on most ships that you can really run into problems with the heavy doors on the upper decks when you're going from inside to outside like for a walk around deck uh waterfront deck whatever you want to call it some of those doors are just 
so heavy you can't possibly get them open if you're in a chair or a scooter. They're all automatic on here. You roll up at the absolute worst. All you have to do is tap the little round thingy and it opens the door. So uh, embarkation went extraordinarily well. Some parking issues in the port, but uh, that's one of the stories today. Uh, The biggest problem I had as far as getting on the ship was going from uh, where I dropped the luggage off to the parking building, which was about 100 yards, and it took like 45 minutes. But other than that, I mean, checking in and everything went smooth. I was on the ship, well, probably a good hour and a half earlier than most ships that I've ever gotten on. So that part of it's been extremely smooth. The first uh, couple meals I had, which uh, because um, Saturday night, uh, they were serving prime rib in the buffet, not in the main dining room. So I went to the buffet for prime rib. Several of us in the group went, and it was just so-so. I've, of course, not been uh, to many dinner buffets. I like buffets for breakfast, but not particularly for dinner. Uh, So that was uh, just okay. Breakfast the next morning in the dining room, which was my first um, breakfast club that I'm doing on the group, the group cruise, um, was mediocre at best. My eggs Benedict were okay. They also had biscuits and gravy. That was a joke. I should have known better. Uh, several other people, you know, said they were disappointed with that. I said, well, we'll try it one more morning. So my breakfast today was really good. So I'll try it again tomorrow morning before I move to go. I can do the same thing in the buffet. I just got to let everybody know. Uh, We've got a fun, active group. We did the slot pool yesterday, uh, which was sold out. I I do them with 20 people. Uh, We had that filled up. We had a lot of fun. Uh, Didn't win any money, but. But we had uh, it, it served its purpose as far as everybody getting to know each other. There were several of our our members that were there that didn't get in on the slot pool, but just stood there and watched us because we were, you know, laughing and kidding and joking, just having a good time. So that went really well. And then with the uh, Norwegian solo meetups, there's like 60, 70 people. So it's huge. You know, we've got our 30, and they've been there to every function, or most of them been to every function. Uh, and then there's, you know, other solos on the ship. And so that's been very good. Bruno, who's the Norwegian guy, has been a lot of fun. So that was good. Then dinner last night, um, five of us went to La Cucino. And as disappointing as the food had been before, La Cucina last night was just exceptional. So, you know, mixed bag on, on the food. Uh, but the accessibility is top drawer. The ship is gorgeous. There's 
of course, a ton of stuff to do. Uh, so my feelings at this point on on this cruise are very high, especially on uh, the accessibility issue. All right, getting on with uh, getting on with things so I can get done and go ashore. I probably had I really been on top of my game, I probably should have done this at earlier today too because we got in earlier and I could have gotten off the ship uh, maybe down at 9 o'clock and I could have gotten off a couple hours ago. So, But that's okay. I'll still uh, we have to be back on the ship by 3.30 so I'll have a couple hours and I'll just you know, I'll go get a pina colada someplace and a bite to eat. Uh, I do need I left my cap at home and uh, I tend to have in a lot of sun where, you know, at my age, it's getting a little thin up here. So I'm a little more comfortable in the sun with a, a cap on my head. Had it on the desk out ready to go and left, left it sitting there. Oh, well, so I'm going to go get a cap. They, did, they didn't have one in any of the shops here on the ship, so not at least what I wanted. All right. Uh, the top story this morning is uh, the Carnival Panorama finally made it to dry dock. Fog delays two Carnival ships. Parking woes at Port Canaveral, which I can attest to that. A princess launching a new app. Carnival increases their Wi-Fi fees. Man, I got some definitely some complaints about that one. Nassau breaks the record and the Nolan Ryan partnership. I never thought I'd be talking about this subject on this show, but it's going to happen. That and a lot more here at 11 o'clock this morning. Today, folks, is National Cookie Day. Uh, That's one thing that I found so far on this ship. Man, they got some good cookies. I've had a couple of chocolate chip cookies a couple different times, including in the solo lounge. They had some really good cookies up there, too. Uh, And normally, you know, I'll eat a a cookie here and there, but these are exceptional. So it's kind of falling in line today's National Cookie Day. So go have yourself a cookie, folks. Uh, By the way, folks, if you're listening via the podcast, you can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you get your podcast from, just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy, no matter where I am in the world. And we do this silliness uh, Monday through Friday, and then on the weekends, if anything major happens. If you're listening via the podcast, and ever want to jump over to the video feed, there's always a link in the description of the podcast so you can do just that. So, all right, the top story this morning, folks, has to deal with our friends over at Carnival. Let's see. I think I've got, if I can get my pictures going here, I'm a little bit um, disjointed this morning because of, the music in my background is, I'm finding it uh, very distracting, uh, but that's okay. All right. The Carnival Panorama finally has made her way up the Columbia River to 
uh, Portland, Oregon, where she will undergo dry dock for her engine issues. You know, she's had azopod issues off and on now for, what, the best part of two years. Um, hopefully, she'll be back in service on schedule, but I don't know. It looks That one looks questionable to me. Along the way, the ship without her iconic whale tail funnel passed beneath two low bridges uh, that she would not have been able to safely clear had the funnel not been removed. After the engine um, uh, repairs are completed, Carnival Panorama will make her back way back down the Columbia River, passing under those low bridges again and then return up to Victoria to have the funnel reinstalled. At that point, the ship will sail full speed to Long Beach, California to resume service, hopefully for December 23rd. Now, folks, can you, with all the trouble they've had getting the panorama up there to go in for repairs and having to take extra time to go up to Victoria to move the funnel and because they didn't have the right size screwdriver or whatever the problem was, there's just some really poor planning on Carnival's part. And I know the people that are hoping to have a Christmas sailing on the panorama are about to have a fit. But so far, Carnival's not saying anything about canceling it. So we'll see. I have my doubts, folks. I'll tell you that right up front. I hope I'm wrong. All right. I'll be back with a couple more news stories after a quick break from one of our network sponsors. The next story this morning actually happened yesterday morning. Uh, Two carnival ships uh, were fogged in, actually fogged out at first. Uh, Two carnival cruise line ships at two different U.S. home ports were delayed yesterday for heavy fog that made it unsafe to navigate the docking. This has impacted the ship's embarkation for their next sailing, uh, though the inconvenience was minimal, a couple hours late. While both ships were scheduled to arrive back at their home ports at about 8 a.m., Carnival Spirit actually arrived closer to 11. Carnival Pride, however, was delayed and did not dock in Tampa until 3 p.m. Uh, probably none of the ports of call will be affected. Both ships are sailing. Uh, they were just late getting out. So I think they're offering some kind of compensation to everybody for the, wasn't the cruise line's fault, but the fog was a mess. All right. The next story this morning My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. 
And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Princess Cruises has taken significant steps to enhance its onboard guest experience with the launch of a new app for passengers. Set to be released in the coming days, the app promises to be a significant upgrade over the current Medallion Class app. The introduction of the new app coincides with the introduction of Starlink Internet across the Princess Cruises fleet of cruise ships. The combination of Starlink and the new app will likely enable Princess Cruises to make true their promises of being one of the most technologically advanced cruise lines in the world. Now, I have a couple issues with this, guys. That Princess Medallion, I was just on Princess, what, six weeks ago, and it was excellent. I mean, if they can improve it, good for them. But, um, I mean, and I'll certainly not be opposed to it if it's an improvement. And it, it could be tying in with Starlink. Things can change. But they had a good thing. I hope that's not one of those issues where you try to fix something that's going fine and end up screwing it up. But anyway, good for them. They keep expanding. All right, now the story out of Port Canaveral, which I mentioned with the problems that I had, there's, uh, they've warned guests um, and alerted guests of road construction areas that are impacting how to reach parking for select cruise terminals at Port Canaveral. Terminals 5, 6, 8, and 10 are the most impacted. I sell that a 10. And with the busy holiday cruises coming up the next few weeks, all travelers to and from Port Canaveral should be allocating extra time for possible parking challenges. Now, I was lucky, folks. I don't mind telling you. I was early. I got there early. I left my hotel early. Um, I just... Um, didn't want to take a chance. So, uh, and I still had, you know, a 45 minute delay to go a hundred yards and had to make one illegal turn to get into the parking building. I got there. I mean, I got there plenty of time. I was still early, earlier than my check-in time, earlier on the ship than I expected early every day. But, I mean, it took me 45 minutes that, uh, you know, if somebody was running close on time, could have screwed up the whole process. All right. The next story today, guys, comes from our friends over in the Bahamas. Nassau's uh, port's all-time record of annual cruise passengers was set in 2019 with astonishing 3,859,000 travelers. Already in 2023, in just 11 months, 
the port has broken the record of and is now sitting at 3,869,000 travelers. And there's still a month to go. It's a busy month. So, good for NASA. All right. The next story, folks, and this one, you know, at times I get really aggravated at Carnival. Carnival just announced that the uh, changes to the Wi-Fi package. Pricing and rates increasing, uh, pricing uh, with rates increasing from Friday, December 8th. If you've got something booked with uh, Carnival, you can purchase the Wi-Fi now and not have to pay the increase. But basically, folks, they're increasing from a low of 12% to a high of 20% on all the different packages. In a time when they're switching over to Starlink, one of the things about Starlink was it gave the ships so much better service at so much cheaper price. And early on, uh, a lot of people thought that the Wi-Fi packages would become a free item. And now Carnival's raising their prices 20%. Come on, Carnival. I mean, I know you guys have to make your money up from you know, the pandemic and everything, but man. Give people a chance. All right. A Princess Cruises is expanding its food and beverage portfolio with a new partnership with Hall of Fame pitcher and rancher Nolan Ryan. Guests on board the Regal Princess, which sails out of Galveston now, can enjoy good stock by Nolan Ryan Angus Beef, a premium selection of blank Angus, uh, black Angus beef graded at the highest level of USDA choice and above. Quality beef will be available in the Crown Grill, the ship's steakhouse, as well as in the ship's main dining room. I never thought, folks, that on this show I'd be able to talk about cows. So I can check that off my bucket list. I've now talked about cows on travel and cruise industry news. (laughs) And that's going to end the news portion of today's show. Let's go over and see if anybody is in the chat room fussing at me today. Uh Uh-oh, I'm showing nothing in the chat room. And that might be the Wi-Fi. Because, and I'm showing that I'm live. But I am literally showing nothing in the chat room. That is, this is Monday morning and I am live. Okay, I'm not sure why I haven't had any messages and nor has anybody tried calling me, but it looks everything from this end like I am 
on the air. So, all right. Maybe nobody's in the chat room today. That's a possibility. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up today's show. Uh, tomorrow, where am I tomorrow? I don't even remember. I think it's I'm in another port of call tomorrow. Uh, so I'm probably ports of call every day until Thursday, and that's the day at sea. Friday, yeah, Friday, we're at Great Stirrup Key. <clears throat> Saturday, back into Port Canaveral. So, all right, that's going to wrap up today's show. Thanks for being with me, everybody. I look forward to seeing everybody back here at same time, same place tomorrow for Tuesday edition of Travel and Cruise Industry News Podcast. For now, this is the old fat travel guy. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, think about cruising, and hopefully one day soon we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a fabulous day, everybody. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry, so if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.